The great Dolly Parton from Jeff MacArthur. And Dolly Parton, just one of several names who are now eligible, just announced for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here's music expert Eric Elper, who joins us now for more. And Eric, got to think Dolly. She's an automatic, no? She's an automatic. Look, if all she ever did on that one day is write Jolene and I Will Always Love You, which she did. She wrote it all in one day. She would be in. Um, She's the odds-on favorite. She is one of those artists where you think, how come she's not in already? But, you know, for those right. people who are looking at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations and going, well, Dolly's not rock and roll. She is everything and you're wrong and you're probably <laughs> against, you know, the COVID vaccine, which she she helped fund as well. So, yeah, I know she's an automatic and she has to be. Okay. Anybody else stand out on this just released uh, list for you? Yeah, I, I think that there's there's a couple of, of, of really interesting names because 10 of the 17 names that were um, that were dropped are repeat nominees and six of those tens are holdovers from last year. But the ones that are almost shoo-ins to get in are all fairly new. We have Dolly Parton, um, Beck, who has taken his little quirky um, album from 1996 um, right up until like a classic career. Um, he is a shoo-in. And of course, Eminem has to be a shoo-in as well, just for his legacy, for his 150 million sales. Um, and plus, you know, I want to see Dolly Parton and Beck and Eminem all jam together on stage like they do um, with all the nominees. So I think those three are a shoo-in. Everybody else is kind of like, you know, the next one up. I think Duran Duran should get it. Look, here's the thing. I think that they should all get in. It's not because I'm a nice guy, because I am, but I think that they should all get in because when you get to the certain status of all of these artists, um, you realize that they have all broken the mold in one form or another and have survived, um, not just in terms of making new music, but that people still listen to Kate Bush on a regular basis. You listen to Taylor Swift, you were probably listening to the influence of Kate Bush. Raising Against the Machine is still one of the biggest hard rock and political bands out there, even though that, you know, they haven't been able to make new music. Carly Simon and Pat Benatar are all over the radio and new artists when it comes to influence. And of course, Judas Priest leading the way in the metal world, certainly one of the most legendary bands of the last 40 years, regardless of whatever kind of music that you're thinking of. So, you know, there, there's really good reasons. They didn't make a bad choice in the bunch, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Let's put them all in. I like them all. Absolutely. Yeah. You can make a case for them all. So, okay. Also wanted to ask you about uh, the latest in uh, Neil Young versus Joe Rogan in Spotify, because there's a really interesting article in the star today, Eric, yeah. that Spotify essentially has bigger problems that uh, there's some artists, they have several Canadian artists in their articles speaking out. And I think people might be shocked to find out just how little artists make from streaming. I think that was the big reason why Neil Young came out. I, I look, I, I don't think that Neil Young in his quietest moments would have ever thought that Spotify would have relieve themselves out of the hundred million dollar for five-year contract that they pay for the Joe Rogan experience to be on their platform exclusively. But I think what this does do is have a conversation and let the general public know just how little money um, artists make when you are of a certain stature. Today, it came out that both Danny Michelle uh, and Stephen Fearing, both from the folk 
you know, roots world that are are pretty popular when it comes to to that kind of music. They have both um, taken off their music off of the platform. But when you're an independent artist and 250 streams equals one dollar and you haven't been able to tour in about 22 months, um, that's where the glaring um, kind of yeah. you know, division between Spotify paying somebody you know, nine figures and riding on the backs of artists that have created Spotify in the first place. Okay. I got less than a minute, but who's to blame for all of this? Do you think, is it uh, record companies just not uh, getting a good enough deal from Spotify and other streaming services for their artists? I think it's Eminem. I think let's just blame everything on Eminem, okay. you know, uh, for no reason other than he's Eminem. Um, it's record labels for signing the contract. It's Spotify for um, for putting up music first and then asking for permission. And it's artists for accepting these deals, um, feeling like they've got a gun to their head to sign with a record label. This is the way that the music industry has operated for 100 years. The artist always gets paid the least and last. Yeah, and as you mentioned, it's particularly tough right now when so many of these artists have been unable to a tour and have got no revenue stream uh, that way either. Eric, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. No problem. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Okay, good to talk. There's our music expert, Eric Alper, here on The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.